It's been a little while since I've been able to record one of these. Coming up to Christmas, the end of the year was ridiculously busy. And it saw me doing up to six gigs a week, doing some teaching, doing a few other things, doing a little bit of studio work, uh, and just the craziness of life. And the start of this year has presented a few challenges and a few heartbreaks, which we'll talk about in a sec. So uh, life has been very busy and challenging and quite amazing at times and heartbreaking at others. Just before I took the stage a few weeks ago, I was informed that my uncle had passed away. That was really hard. I didn't know what to do, but I don't want to let anyone else down either. So I still took the stage and I played a tribute to him during the gig. I was very emotional as I dedicated a song to him. And uh, I think everyone realised that. Often at gigs, I like to talk to people and engage with the audience. Didn't really do it that much that day. And then about 10 days ago, um, the, uh, the fairy gig mother, as I called her, um, and she's actually featured in an earlier podcast episode, she passed away. Well, it's also very hard for me. I've known her for many years. She has done so much for me as a musician, and she was also a bit of a mum figure in my life. One of her last requests was actually that I would be the MC for the memorial service. I've been deeply honoured to, to have been asked to take on that role, and I think it's going to be very hard when we actually do that. And both of these events and a few other things have made me think very deeply about life and what I want, where I want to go from here, and facing the FOMO I suffer from. If you're not sure what FOMO means, it is fear of missing out. And I've done that at times as both a musician and as a person. I've probably said this in an earlier podcast, uh, but if not, this is a very good adage to live by. The challenges we face as a musician are a, a micro-reflection of the challenges we face in life. That's from Mick Goodrick, who was an amazing guitar educator, passed away last year, unfortunately. He's got a book called The Advancing Guitarist, and uh, if you want to go, uh, go as far as you can as a musician, I strongly advise to buy that book and read it. It's incredible. So I've missed out on things because I've been uncertain of myself. I've tried to please others and fit in with them. I've been afraid to be truly myself musically, probably personally as well. I've felt pressure to take on jobs as a musician purely for the money. And that can be quite common for those of us working in the artistic or creative realm. And there's probably other things I can't think of at the moment. Both my uncle and fairy gig mother lived big lives, full of all sorts of adventures and triumphs. I know they also both had their own challenges, heartbreaks and failures, but that's living, isn't it? Now, a few weeks ago as well, something a little bit more positive uh, actually happened, and that's I broke another world record. This time it was for the world's longest busking session. It was part of the Tamworth Country Music Festival and I played for 26 hours and 4 minutes, breaking the old record by 4 minutes. I had planned to go for 26 and a half hours, but I have permanent nerve damage in my left hand fingertips from the world's longest guitar, uh, sorry, yeah, world's longest guitar marathon session that I set uh, in 2018. And so by the time 26 hours had arrived, 
playing for the world's longest busking session. I was in a fair bit of pain. I'd actually been in quite a lot of pain for several hours. I was also quite emotional. We'll talk a little bit about that in a sec. But, uh, one question I've been asked more than a few times with this challenge and the other challenges that I've done is, why? The simple answer, I guess, is that I've done these challenges and various other things I've been involved with for the betterment of others. And it's typically associated with a charity and fundraising. Now with this latest uh, attempt to break a world record, I was raising money for Ronald McDonald House Sydney and for Member Australia. Movember has been a very important part of my life. When I was not much more than a kid, the guy I played cricket with suicided. That has affected me ever since. I've organised and run a number of things in Movember. Spurred on by the memory of Puggles, as we all called him. His name was actually Paul. But also for myself and other guys who have struggled with life at times, for a myriad of different reasons. Now, I grew up in an emotionally abusive environment. At times, it was physically abusive as well. I only have two memories of my father ever touching me in my life. One, we, one when he belted me with an electrical cord as a boy of seven for waking up on a Saturday morning. I was playing with my sister in the back room of our house and we were having too much fun and laughter. That woke him up, so it triggered him to respond in such a manner. The other time was a year or two later when I was in the backyard and kicked a footy through the window. My father's response was to drag me inside, throw me on the ground and kick me repeatedly over and over in the back. Um, I was told on numerous occasions that I was never to ask for anything, never to expect anything. I could do whatever I wanted as long as he didn't have to do anything for me or with me. Not exactly a loving and nurturing environment to grow up in. I also moved numerous times as a kid. It was hard starting over and over and over each time. So I turned inside. Books, music and drawing were constants in my life. They allowed me to escape from the situations I was in. I was often lonely, sometimes very lonely. But in these things I found solace and meaning. My imagination took me to many places. One minute I could be playing guitar on stage with Paul McCartney or Steve Ray Vaughan, Midnight Oil or the Hoodoo Gurus or whoever I was into that week or that day. Then I could be using my imagination and picturing myself as another ranger adventuring through the north with Aragorn in Middle Earth. I don't know how many times I put myself into a comic book world with superheroes and supervillains. Um, the Phantom and Iron Man were very, very important to me as a kid, and to be honest, they still are. The guitar and music in general became more and more important to me as I, went, as I got older because they took me to places that words failed to express. And even though I wasn't particularly good as a kid, the instrument gave me more than I can ever say. I was often told that to express my feelings was weak. To do so made me a little girl, according to my father. I know my experience is not unique, and it's one thing we need to continue to see changed in Aussie male culture. 
One of the things I think about regularly with Puggles is whether he had someone to talk about with his challenges and the pain he was experiencing. Guys, if you're in a bad place, please talk to someone. And also, guys, if you see someone who's struggling, ask the hard questions and make sure they are okay. It might mean that you have to sit there and hold their hand. It's okay to do that. In fact, it's a good thing. You might need to give one of your mates a hug. Tell them that you love them. Do whatever, but we need each other to get through. So all of these thoughts were with me when I started the world record attempt and you know, reflecting on Movember and what it means for me and, and uh, you know, a few other things too, with just being a guy. I was very emotional 26 hours later when I passed the old record. And I, yeah, I just, I had a big sigh of relief, I remember, and I immediately thought of the reasons why I was doing this. Maybe because of my upbringing, my longing to be loved and accepted, to fit in, I've been drawn to a certain way of being, nature or nurture, I don't know. I remember my neighbour from when I was a little boy of four or five, her name was Mrs Duggett. I don't know why, I think she was 95 years old then, she probably wasn't, but that's what I was. That's what I remember. And I remember her one day telling my mum that I was just a very kind person at that age. And this is one of those stories that stuck with me. She said she used to see me uh, you know, on a hot day in summer out on the concrete path trying to pick worms up and put them back into the garden so they didn't you know, um, basically evaporate in the Australian heat. And for whatever reason, that's always been a big part of why I've played music as well. As a boy, I remember imagining that I could use the guitar to bring people together in some way. And I don't know where that came from. I've never actually told anyone before that 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 was uh, something I used to think about when I was a kid. So we'll need to keep that between ourselves. As I went into my teenage years, I often thought about such things. I was very much, you know, an innocent and passionate, idealistic boy. I probably still am in a lot of ways. And at times it was awkward, ridiculous, embarrassing, foolish, and name whatever else you want to with that, or associate whatever else you want to with that. Such things um, were often dismissed as others, by others, sorry, as being foolish. Um, you know, I often heard it's just a guitar, wooden metal, nothing more. What you want to do can't be achieved, so don't bother. Now I knew with this last, with this uh, most recent world record charity attempt, it was going to be my last big charity event. Some of the things I've done have been well known. One, the you know the 2018 incident, as we'll call it, made international news. A couple of other things have as well, but not to that extent. But there's been other things I've done that have just quietly slipped by. My first attempt at actually organising a music-based event for a cause occurred when I was 24. I went to a church at that stage of my life, and they let me put on a concert to raise money for African refugees. For the event, I put together a 70s-themed band, and we advertised it in the evening service by dressing up as icons of 70s music and playing an iconic song to match. I dressed up as Ace Freely from Kiss, and we played Smoke on the Water much to the disgust of many members of the congregation. Allegedly, there were 29 letters of complaint sent to the senior minister by the following Tuesday. 
asking that I be banned from ever darkening their doorway again. I've organised numerous events for Movember. I've taken part in five world record attempts now for musicians making a difference, the Sydney Children's Hospital, the Australian Children's Music Foundation Movember and Roller McDonald House Sydney. Apart from music, I've dug wells in the remote parts of India and Nepal with World Vision teams among some of the poorest people in the world. That was quite an amazing experience. And while I was in India, I did actually get into some jams in the villages. Um, sitar and acoustic guitar, playing some blues. It's quite interesting. I've also played in prisons, in palliative care wards, in various hospitals, amongst indigenous communities. I've produced albums with youth centre projects in disadvantaged areas. I've played in aged care facilities, been involved with musical events to raise money for brain cancer research, Autism Australia, Sydney Children's Hospital, and I've played for the kids at Ronald McDonald House. And those kids were another big part of why I took on the challenge. To play for them is very special indeed. I've met some incredible kids at Ronald McDonald House, going through some pretty awful things. They've inspired me, they've moved me with their sense of humour, they've humbled me with their bravery, and they've broken me with their lot in life. First time I played there, I maybe managed to drive 500 metres from the place before I burst into tears. To share music with them is an incredible privilege. I intend to keep doing that and other small things, but I've officially retired from big events. I think this was part of the reason for my emotional state as well. I felt deeply satisfied when I finished, broke the record. It's not something I would always say about myself. But as I spoke to the media at the end of the successful attempt, I felt it was done. I've achieved far more in using the guitar as an instrument to bring about social change, to promote kindness and healing and togetherness and all the good stuff than I ever thought I would, and anyone else would have thought too, for that matter. But it's time for me to make some changes in my life and focus on myself for a bit. The song I love to perform is actually uh, called The Cape. I first learned it by, um, for, oh, sorry, from an Eric Bibb album. If you don't know who Eric Bibb is, I highly recommend having a listen to him. He's fantastic. And at certain gigs now, I often finish with that and I'll tell a little bit of a story about it. So with the cape, it's a song that says, if you want to do something in life, you know, put your cape on, be the hero, and go and do what you want. And if you believe in yourself enough, well, who knows where you might end up. And I think that's something that um, you know, I really believe in, and I value greatly now as I've gotten a bit older, and with everything I've gone through. And... I'm really grateful for all that I've achieved and all that I've seen with attempting to bring some good into this world through music. And uh, yeah, as I said, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop completely, but uh, I think I'm, I'm done with doing the big events now. And I have some, some other things I wish to change in my life. And also, yeah, want to do want to do a few other things differently with music as well. So anyway... I guess because this is a, you know, memoirs of a musician and I like to give some advice to people uh, on some of these podcast episodes anyway. Um, 
you know, there are a few things for you to think about with what you might want to achieve and where you might want to go. And always remember that you can go much further than what you might think and other people will think. But I'd also say, get on and live life on your terms. Chase your dreams, be happy, and don't forget to wear your cape. <laughs>